Welcome to the Luck Stops here with Scott Bowser. Uh, normally, I would be doing the My Bookie promo right now, and I'll I'll do that later in the show. But uh, for this episode, I wanted to give a big uh, shout out and uh, R.I.P. to Fuquan Johnson, an old open mic buddy of mine. Uh, knew him from the Bliss Cafe open mic and hollywood which is i don't think that place is even around anymore i think it's now an apartment building but uh he he did a bad batch of coke that was laced with fentanyl this weekend and him and two other people died another one kate quigley was another comic was in the hospital so if you degenerates out there want to do coke i'm not going to judge you but get some testing strips make sure this not spot this stuff's going out there everywhere and i feel like it would be uh a poor poor form on my part if I didn't at least try and highlight this at least once, because uh, and I know no one should have to watch their friends die like this. But uh, um, I'm going to get into the degeneracy here now, a uh, portion of the show. And with me, uh, what a way to come on! Long time, long time friend of the show, Joey Devine. Joey, how you doing, man? I'm good, Scott. How are you? Well, well, I mean, I'm sad now. Yeah, but, you know, no, yeah. it's a real bummer. And you know, it's funny is I, I, my voice is raspy, as you can tell. And I was just out in uh, Los Angeles this weekend. That's where it got raspy. I was, I took a flight from here in Vegas out to Burbank and back, so I can go see the UCLA LSU game. Burbank to Vegas is the best flight in the world. Oh, it's it's fantastic. The second best flight in the world is Oakland to Vegas. But um, you know what? I could have gotten a cheaper one that was uh, had a layover in Oakland. I was like, this is a real <laughs> devil's triangle here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, I've heard the Oakland to Reno train is something to behold. I've done it. It's fun. It's really fun. Yeah, like Cordell was telling me, it's like. If you go on Friday, it's funny because people are just so amped up. But on the Sunday ride home, people are just like... Yeah, they're like dead. It's like <laughs> zombies. It's like a train. It's like the train to Busan. Um. <laughs> no, nah, dude, like it was great because the LSU fans came out in full force. And they were in the, the like, dude, like two gates down from my flight back to Vegas the next morning. Mm-hmm. was a direct flight from Burbank to Baton Rouge. So oh, just, no. All LSU fans <laughs> everywhere I turned, and I overheard a few of them complaining how there's not a McDonald's in the Rose Bowl. And it, <laughs> I, I was laughing so hard at these people. They're just like there was nothing in there, like like real chain places. Like they, they thought any, you know. I'm like, yeah, it's a hundred year old stadium. Why would they b- right. build a fucking? Uh. But uh, I was going to like part of the, my my voice is all raspy because. I was doing an Ed Orgeron, like, Cajun Man impression at almost mm-hmm. every LSU fan I walked by. <laughs> I was just like, oh, the kittens are here today, boys. Oh, you you came in for a pot of gumbo. You walked into the Bears, then. You don't even know what's going to happen to your paws. And, and, <laughs> and some of them liked it. One guy, frat boy, came up and was like, and it was funny because I was at a tailgate with my brother and his friends and our friends from, like, Whittier growing up. And then I walked over to where the sports gambling podcast was having theirs because they had my ticket. So I was walking into the right. game with them. And so we, uh, and shout out to Sean and Ryan, like Sean, they use flyer, frequent flyer miles to fly me in and out of, to, to the game and stuff. So that was a lot of fun. Shout out to those guys at the gambling podcast. I'm going to be doing stuff with them this weekend here in Vegas for week one NFL. But, uh, dude, so like, uh, this crap was like, I'll bet you a thousand dollars on the game right now. And I'm just like, Oh, did a kitten get triggered? Oh, no. Oh, you want a piece of this, big boy? Oh, come on. You ain't going to pay that up. And, like, he didn't realize I was with the party. And then he re- like then when everybody was laughing at, you know, and, like, high-fiving mm-hmm. me, he realized, oh, I'm outnumbered, like, seven to one. Here, I should probably back up. And so, yeah, a friend of the show, Colby Dant, got kicked out of the game for uh, getting a little too buck wild. He kept screaming about a... LSU basketball coach that took some payoffs and was on the FI wiretapping mm-hmm. and yep. uh, Patrick Peterson taking a bag of cash <laughs> and he screamed out enough on a loop blackout drunk until they kicked him out of the game. So that was fun to watch. It's fantasy football season, Joey. It is. Um, I have a funny relationship with fantasy football in that I love fantasy football, but I actually do refuse to watch the NFL at this point and not for moral reasons. I'm not like that kind of person. I'm just a, I find it boring. 
So, what, you know, but I mean, it makes me a better fantasy football player because if a guy sucks, I don't even know. You yeah. know what I mean? He's not <laughs> even on the radar. Yeah, yeah. Like, if a guy sucks to watch, but he gets numbers, like, like, you know, people would stop taking, people stopped taking, like, Larry Fitzgerald or whatever, like, five years ago because he was boring. Not me, because I never had to watch him play football. He's still got <laughs> fucking five catches a game yeah, and 55 ca- yards. Got those five, six <laughs> slot passes every game. <laughs> no, like, uh, it's funny because, like, I, I kind of don't like watching just regular games anymore. I do Red Zone on Sundays. Mm-hmm. I just, Red Zone me... is, like, ruined. It's like the TikTok of sporting events, right? Really, like, yeah. How does that guy do that, though? That's the one thing I get distracted watching Red Zone, how that man is able to you know, I tried sit there to get... for 12 hours and never leave the screen. I tried to get hooked up a job there uh, a, few, mm-hmm. a few years ago, and I had a buddy... And his job there is basically like he's like the third base coach of the Red Zone Network, where he's like waving, mm. hey, watching the games, and it's like he was telling me how to do it. And he was trying to get me in there, but ideally, you're sitting there and you're gonna be, you're watching all these games, and what they'll do is like when you first start, they assign you you watch this game, sure. And so like, and when you first start, they give you like the Jacksonville game because no one wants that. Right. And so you sit there and you just have one person watching that, and then they're like, hey. uh, they're at the 20 or there, there was just a turnover or deflected pass. You might want to take a look at or something like that. But then you also need to keep an eye on, Hey, this guy is about to hit 10,000 career rushing yards. Right. You know, and, and stuff like that. So like there's a handful of things or this guy's about to have a 35 point fantasy day. You know, that's, mm-hmm. huge, that's the main reason why everybody watches red zone. Like, right. It's perfect for gambling though, because that, that witching hour on there and the, when the morning games are all ending at once and it's just cutting from play to play to play decision to decision. Right. It's a morning rush every week, dude. And then it's, it's incredible. Like, it's really like, uh, I mean, now I'm thinking about your friend and I'm like, Oh man, he should get into air traffic control next. Like that's the only <laughs> thing that's close. <laughs> He's a comic. <laughs> Shout out to Jason Tebow, everybody. <laughs> Yeah, no, but like it's a. I mean, that sounds like the coolest job. You get paid to watch football every Sunday, and you get to help. Like, like it's kind of cool knowing how the sausage is made at the Red Zone Network because it's just like for sure. And I mean, and I shout out to both Andrew Siciliano and Scott Hansen who host the two versions of it, depending on what what company yeah. you watch your football with. But like those guys have to be able like sometimes they have a bad audio feed and they have to start doing the play by play themselves for whatever. Yeah, and also they're on camera. I can't think of another job that is on camera for six hours straight. Yeah, seven, eight, seven. seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah no, because the game started at ten a.m. West Coast time. They go to like four thirty-five. So yeah, you're looking at a solid six and a half hours. I mean. That's a tough gig. Yeah, it's like hosting like a drive time radio, but also people have to see you. Think about um, it. That's more than a late night show host does five days a week. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Right. And uh, they're not singing. They don't have to uh, sing in their car or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> they don't have to dress up like a cat and run out in traffic. <laughs> Fucking James Corden, that guy. Um no, but like, dude, no, that, like the my favorite thing about Red Zone though is like, then you get into like, there's that weird period where it just slowly blends from the morning mm-hmm. games yeah. to the afternoon games, and you don't even almost realize it until you're like, I'm watching a bunch of new games in the second quarter now. Well, and then you're at some point you're like, wait, they're only switching between two games. Oh no, I know what time it is now. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> See, that's when they only have a couple. Like, I like going to one of my local casinos. Like, it's like. 10 minutes down the street from me and it's in like the resort part it's like kind of like a day spa golf resort kind of spot mm-hmm. but they have a showroom and it's not like a huge showroom like you'd find on the strip but it's a small local showroom kind of thing but on the big screen they put all the games on there and it's perfect for the afternoon games when there's only two or three games and you get like the frank sinatra booth in the back where you can right. sit there like a wise guy and you got three games on at once they got a sports book window and a <clears> snack shack in there for that and so it, pretty, it rules. See, Scott, I, I want to ask you, I'm sure you've covered it a lot on this podcast, but like living in Vegas, how much 
I feel like I would be poor immediately because I need the juice. You know what I mean? Like, okay. how, how do you do it? What are your recommendations? All right. So what I do is I use <clears throat> mostly my mobile uh, sports book apps. Mm-hmm. And I take what I can afford and I deposit mm-hmm. that. And then that's it. If I have a few Lucy's hanging on me, I might hit a couple <laughs> machines here and there, you know. Might play some video poker for free drinks. Cause but... see, yeah, my problem would be like, well, I can go play craps at any time. This is not yeah, good. Kind of get burnt out on that. Really? Yeah. Uh, that's good. That's good to know. Cause I don't know if I would. <laughs> like, uh, there used to Texas Station used to have like a dollar craps table during the afternoons. Mm-hmm. And so I used to go. I I went there and played like. Because you could just make 20 bucks last forever on that table. And right. That, and that was a lot of fun, yeah. I was just there, and I was pissed because even on Fremont Street, all the craps were 10 bucks a table. Like, yeah, dude. Uh, 10 I, minimum. I was at Circa a couple months ago. I was going to play with my It's buddy. 15 at Circa. I dude, was like, come on. It was you're 25 not that nice. the night I was there. That's insane. Like who's like twenty five minimum crap? That's on like, Fremont Street? What do you think? It, oh come on! Yeah. Get I out of here. When I first started going to Vegas back when I was like twenty, I went started coming before I even turned twenty one. I didn't even have a fake ID, but I had chest. They're gonna hair. throw you in jail. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I actually won seventy five bucks on a nickel slot, and the lady came to pay me, and she was like, "Oh, you you're, you won seventy five bucks." She's like. You should have played this. You would have won that much more. And I was like, thank God I didn't because I would, you, I, you guys wouldn't have paid me out. <laughs> I'm getting this money. I'm glad I played it under the radar. But no, the, the plaza used to have quarter craps. That's insane. They used to have a 25 cent table and you had to have like at least a dollar's worth of action at a time. Sure. So you put a but dollar. That's perfect because you have to. If you're making any money on craps, you're betting at least four things. Yeah. So you have the dollar like on the pass line, and then you start playing every come number and odds bet you possibly can. Right, and then your odds, yeah. Yeah. And then you're throwing out, you know, your hard ways. You got to throw out a hard way. Oh, yeah. You got to let the dealer have a little taste. Uh, Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to do a a yo for the table every once in a while, you know? (laughs) It's not. I'll say this. The difference between the $25 table and the 25 cent table, you don't look nearly as much of a baller when you toss the waitress (laughs) two shits. That's for you, sweetie. <laughs> that that's that's not that classy of a move, uh, dude. but like, yeah, no, um, I th- you can still like, dude, at the Suncoast near me, every Boyd hotel. So there's like the Suncoast, the Orleans, Samstown, uh, what do they got? The Fremont, the California, I think is another one mm-hmm. too. Of theirs, um, but those are all no, the California's with Circa. I, it's it, they have a couple on Fremont and they have Samstown, Suncoast, Orleans, a couple other spots. Uh, but with the Boyd spots, they all like this is just their thing going back to when their their old damn old Sam Boyd came out here and opened his mm-hmm. own place from all the Yankees. Yeah, of course. Uh, when Sam Boyd <laughs> opened it up, uh, he he did a um, like they they've always had a one at least one five dollar single deck blackjack table. Right. No, I've done that at Fremont. Fremont, too, if you I think it's after midnight, they also have a dollar blackjack table. I mean, it's like an it's like a 12 deck shoe. It's like a nightmare to deal with. But, you know, dollar what, blackjack, you can't really beat it. You know, what? one of my favorite things to do here in the local side is at Santa Fe Station, which is right across the street from a golf course I've been going to. Um, they have. Like the coolest shuffleboard table I've ever seen in my life in their, because uh, they're like sports book lounge. So you can play shuffleboard in the sports book. That's like some real people shit. Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> and this shuffleboard table, it's not the traditional one that you're thinking of where you go back and forth across the table, right? No, no. I'm thinking of the, the cruise ship sticks, right? Oh, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> I'm talking like the bar version where you have the Okay. Little, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. The little, like, uh, Metal. Yeah, yeah, the sand. You throw the sand, the sand on down, the table. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, glide yeah. it down. Okay, it's like that, but it's a J-shaped, and there's, like, weird color grids at the end, and then they have a list of how to do scoring for, do you want to play baseball, football, basketball, golf? That's fun. And so I like playing golf on there because it's basically like a dog leg, and right. you're just trying to, you know, chip <laughs> away and hit those pars and occasionally knock an eagle down. Like, 
So those are a lot of fun. I'm a, I'm a big fan. Like it's like a the, the way they set it up is like a, I believe it's a par fifty four. <laughs> Which, for those of you that are golfers, that's some expert level. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's like what you what uh like the golf version of play, like playing chess against death is uh... <laughs> like in Bill and Ted's bogus journey. Yeah. Well, I was thinking of the seventh seal, but also like in Bill and Ted's bogus journey. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Didn't they play chess with death? They did. Well, no, cause they make a joke. They don't play chess though. They play like dumber games. They play like yeah. electric football. They play twister. Yeah, yeah. What else do they play? <laughs> I got um, That's on each Checkers. They probably play checkers. Yeah. yeah. I love Bill and Ted. It's like my favorite thing. I, uh, I like that scene in the wire where they, uh, Fucking, uh, or play, have the chessboard, but they don't know how to play, mm-hmm. so they're playing checkers with the chess pieces. Yeah, <laughs> I always thought that's pretty. Cool. That's that's some quality shit right there, dude. <laughs> hey, you were on Fremont Street though with Androsky when he won his big jackpot. I was not, but I was the first person he texted, okay. and I have been on Fremont Street multiple times with Androsky, and I gotta say. Uh, you know, Androsky's like a true gambler because even though he won a giant, he won a million dollars on a slot machine. On a sometimes, big theory slot. Yeah. Sometimes, I was there one time and he was looking at a Willy Wonka slot machine and he's like, this one's ready to go. Like it had a really high, like <laughs> grand uh, jackpot. And he sat there for like a really long time, like thinking like, he was going to win a million dollars again. And I was like, you're not going to, this doesn't happen <laughs> twice, dude. <laughs> I you know. I've heard that you're actually like lotto winners. You're more likely to win twice. That's so weird. Or like the store, like, like or the store that sells it is more likely. Yeah. To sell no, well, twice. I mean, they have those, like those so, signs. You'll see those in front of a lotto. Where and so like... here's how, cause I used to work at a seven 11. Here's how degenerate that shit will get. What they'll do. Some people will do is they'll be like, this owner owns these seven stores. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to this one that hasn't had a winner yet. And so we went like at the one I worked at, they they're in the empire store, sold a big jackpot, uh, like Powerball winner one year. And so now we get a line during Powerball or we would get a line in Lo- in Silver Lake Los Feliz. That's so weird because of that. <laughs> like people would drive like far to go buy at the specific store. Like it's a, it's like it's a fucking lotto ticket. Like you guys aren't gonna win Powerball. <laughs> it's fun to buy a ticket and sit there and spend the money for an hour or two. I'd put it all in Dogecoin myself. Uh, yeah, I, Josh was there was that one time he was literally sitting at this Willy Wonka machine, like just putting like more money than I'd make in like three months into it. And I was <laughs> like, "Come on, man, you're not." You don't win. You don't win a million dollars on a dumb slot machine twice. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Can we go eat twelve dollar prime rib now, please?" <laughs> <laughs> on you, because which you just... is now fourteen dollars, by the way. Still the best deal on Fremont. Uh, uh, my local... Seagulls, nineteen forty one in El Cortez. I'm a big uh, Arizona Charlie's guy. That's on Decatur and Alta, uh, mm. just north of Charleston Boulevard. And uh, it's a it's a local spot. I was just there the other day signing up for the football pick'em for the season, right? You fill out the little parlay card each week and stuff. But uh, they have the sourdough cafe there, mm-hmm. which has the best five ninety nine steak and eggs breakfast. It Sounds is, pretty good. And they do it twenty four hours a day. And I think if you go between midnight and two, it's like four ninety nine. Interesting. That's now really, I'm now I'm intrigued. Now that's really good. Did you go to that Italian? Debbie? I did go. That we went three times that place rules it's so good that place is so fucking good scott we went three times so joey and uh other fellow friend of the show sean keen who you you could also hear josh androsky on a previous episode talking about his big win and sean was just on previewing pac-12 football with me mm-hmm. uh yeah you guys were that was like you guys gotta check out this deli like uh it's called giamos it's uh on maryland parkway right across the street from the unlv campus shout out to them they're awesome it's so good. I I like my friend lives in Vegas who was with us and he was like 
I'm so glad I found this. I'm going to go here every, he doesn't live in Vegas, sorry. His in-laws live in Vegas, so he's in Vegas a lot. And he was like, I'm going to go here every time I see my in-laws. Yeah, it, no, it's a great spot. And it's one of those places that has like the restaurant seating area. And then there's like just a couple like random tables, but then it's got the full yeah. deli window and counter, pizzeria, yeah. and then like a little mini market. So it's It was so good. I load up on imported tomatoes and stuff from there to make my own sauce. Hell yeah, but Scott! I buy my own. I buy my sausage from them because they make that homemade sausage. The sausage looked really good. It's yeah, it's awesome. I love it. Yeah, but, uh, what, what, but yeah, it's a it's a new add to my favorite thing on earth, which is summer league, Las Vegas summer league. Yeah, now you can. Uh, you my those... favorite place. My favorite place in the entire world is uh, Las Vegas during NBA summer league. I, I love it. I gotta go with you guys next year to the games. I'm gonna t- I'll take a couple days off from work and uh, I'll, I'll hang out. Like they're be- really fun. Um, yeah, I've never done it before. So yeah, I mean it's like sixty bucks and you get like eight games. I mean you can really only watch four, but you get eight games That's throughout cool. the day. It might be more now, ten actually. Dude, but- I I uh, I'm going to the. I haven't got my ticket yet, but I'm gonna go to the UCLA Gonzaga game at T-Mobile. Oh, fun. November 24th. I think that's going to be a uh, nice little thing. You'll get to see uh, the Slender Man in person himself, Chet Holmgren. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, Andrew Holmgren he, he hit looks me up. insane. Andrew Holmgren <laughs> hit me up. He was like, dude, my cousin's going to Gonzaga. I'm like, really? That's like, his cousin? No, he was just saying that. Oh. Like, same, same last name. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I guess I got to hit up Andrew to see if we can get Chet on the podcast. No. Uh, you, know, you know who I ran into the week that week of summer league though? So I ran into former Duke forward Jalen Johnson at the Orleans as I was depositing in the sports book. Why was Jalen Johnson at the Orleans? He's probably staying there, dude. That's where they usually like, dude. I've learned this. I was once at Arizona Charlie staying there when Vince McMahon was staying there, and I met him in the hallway. That's so funny. It's like, dude, a lot of the big timers they'll stay like or like uh, or. Like NBA summer league guys, a good example because those guys are the teams putting them up on a budget, mm-hmm. and they don't want. Well, them no, on they the all strip. stay at the. They all stay at the Aria. If okay. you go to the Aria, <laughs> uh, like any time that week, just like the like we were we were sitting there. I watched BJ. Uh, sorry, I, uh, JB Bickerstaff like hit on a woman like twenty two years younger than him, <laughs> and I overheard the funniest thing. She was like, "What team did you say you were the coach of?" And he said the Minnesota Timberwolves. And then she was like, "Oh, I'm from Minnesota, but I'm a Twins fan. I don't follow basketball." <laughs> <laughs> But then, like, I watched Bull Bull play, or no, Thon Maker play craps. Oh, I like Thon like, Maker. Just, yeah, oh. just the bar, just like the shitty bar. I forget what it's called. Like, across from the Mexican place in the Aria. It is funny though when NBA guys are in Vegas because they just stick out like sore thumbs at the craps table. Yeah, like, like... I watched Steve Smith play like lose a hundred dollars in like ten minutes at the craps table. <laughs> it was really funny. Um, <laughs> Because they're all just walking, they're all hanging out in just that, like, shitty, it's called, like, Alibi, like, the shitty casino floor bar. They're all there, like, it was somebody's birthday, it was John Morant's birthday, and they were all, like, pre-drinking before going to John Morant's birthday. Oh, that's great. Um, Like, DeMar DeRozan, Kevon Looney, like, I saw Kevon Looney, or UCLA friend, he looks much less like a Dracula uh, when he's wearing street clothes. I believe um, he's originally from Milwaukee, too, if I'm not mistaken. He he is. You're yeah. correct. Yeah. I know because he plays for my Golden State Warriors. Yeah, see, I, I'm big on uh, knowing which guys are from out of state. You know, it's really, I think it's key. Uh, dude, I, I just realized this week one NFL coming up here. This is the two-year anniversary of when I ran into Mark Cuban. And I'm pretty sure I was pretty hammered, but I'm pretty sure he bought me a Heineken <laughs> at, the pala- at the bar at the Palazzo. And that the- sounds That sounds right. But I gave him credit for inventing the modern day podcast network with broadcast.com back in the early 2000s. <laughs> and his face lit up and he just like, he he stuck around and talked to me for a couple of minutes. He was like, oh, this guy's kind of cool. Like it was, it was pretty funny. So, but I've heard that like, he's got his own private elevator there in the Palazzo. I believe it. Like, um, because when there was the earthquake here a couple of years ago. He was, that was during Zion's first game. Yeah, he was upstairs, like in his like sixty fourth floor suite or whatever, 
and was downstairs within five minutes, and you're not doing that on the stairs after that <laughs> So he clearly has his own private elevator. <laughs> Which, if I was a billionaire, I would, t- I would too. I just go to casinos and be like, I don't want to buy a piece of the place, but I want to buy a strip of it that I could put my right. own elevator. Yeah. <laughs> just for me, no one's got to know about it. It'd be secret. I just need to go to these floors. So it's not a full like you know, it's got to stop up the whole thing, you know. So yeah, how busy? How much busier is it week one of the NFL? It's crazy. Right? Oh, it's pretty crazy. I I mean, last year I I wouldn't have known. I was just at home watching it and stuff. Well, but, obviously, yeah. But uh, no, yeah, two years ago, dude, it was a blast, man. We were at the Westgate where because the, the gambling podcast has a lot of hookups out there. Right. So that year, like I remember the Plaza the for the Thursday night game, Emeralds. Uh, stadium bar in the plaza mm-hmm. threw us a free party where all the food and drinks were comp there was just tables of food that rocks and everything so that was pretty cool and then we went to the Westgate to watch the games on sunday and it was kind of the same thing where it was just buckets of beer everywhere drink tickets if you wanted cocktails or anything else and then uh food tickets everywhere so it was just grab take yeah. whatever you want and go get what you want that rocks i just imagine that like it's like probably for vegas week one in the nfl it has to be one of their biggest weekends right oh yeah well tomorrow i'm actually going to a party tomorrow night for the kickoff game of dallas and uh, tampa where uh ffpc uh like the fantasy football thing that i do which is uh, like a kind of a high stakes fucking like they specialize in all these weird leagues and stuff but mm-hmm. they're throwing a big party for that game tomorrow so i'm going to drink and eat free there tomorrow and then there's another somebody else is doing one Friday at four thirty at the Planet Hollywood, and I'm going there for that. And I'm just like, Sean's giving me the end in all these industry parties all over town, giving me, <laughs> giving me the path. We made a media pass for me for the Reptile Expo a little while back, <laughs> so I already got my 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 media credentials for them. But like they said, they could actually give me real ones. But the FFPC is doing these live drafts for their main event all day Friday. And I'm going to go sit in on one with my buddy Ryan Kramer because it's 2000 bucks a team, dude. So I'm going to go crazy. I'm going to go sit in there with like the fucking fantasy football whales and watch them live draft against each other. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully I'll be able to get my mic in there and they'll let me record some stuff for the pod. Hopefully you'll be able to see like what like who goes like in a real weird like who goes like eight rounds too high. Yeah, well, like, dude, I want to know. Okay, when you play for, I think it's nineteen hundred for the team, if, if I'm not mistaken, or it might be two thousand now for like late registration. But so it's like, dude, like who drafts a quarterback first? Who's mm-hmm. the first team? It's like you're all standing around like the end of good, the bad, and the ugly, like pointing the gun at each other. It's like someone's gonna take Mahomes first, but is he gonna be quarterback number one at the end of the year? And, right. And you're probably gonna have to get him in the third round. And I mean, to me, the only. See- I wasn't going to take Mahomes first this year. He went first, but if I was going to take a quarterback early, it was going to be Lamar. He went first in your league? Not first overall, but I mean first quarterback, first quarterback taken. taken. Yeah, like, yeah, he went like round four. Dude, I heard I, I heard of some uh, a guy's fucking like home league in Buffalo where the dude first overall pick took Josh Allen. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. I mean, Josh Allen won me my league last year. So, yeah, I mean, shouts to Josh Allen. He, you know, I just um, saw the stat where since 2018, he has one more rushing touchdown than Ezekiel Elliott. That's so crazy. That's, uh, <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> but see, this thing I'm in is a ha- uh, tight end premium PPR. So everybody gets a P- one point per reception, but tight ends get one and a half. So do you take a tight end? Like, when does the first tight end go? Like, Travis Kelsey. Does he's, Travis Kelsey go, like, number top, two overall? Two or three, usually. That's it so funny. Rarely makes it to four. I took, I me and my brother, our team, we had the 10th pick. We took Darren Waller. I was going to ask, then where, where does Darren Waller go? Well, he's go he, he, we got him at 10th because we drafted in July for our thing. Mm-hmm. But this one, like, he was going to, he was, he, his final average draft position on there was, like, six. Yeah, that makes sense. That's so. That's what a funny league. And well, it's, it's a quarterback, two running backs, two receivers, tight end, two flex, two flex. So you can See, you can be really creative with your combinations there. I always want to propose a rule 
Now that I got rid of kickers in my league. Yeah, I wanted to get into that. Too. Yeah, yeah. So, I want to uh, I propose a rule where you can play a QB at the flex just to see how shitty. That's called super flex. I know. No, I know. I want to make my league a super flex league. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so now do you have, okay, so explain to my listeners how you got kickers eliminated from your league. So for, I've been in the same league for seven years. And every year I would, we do rule change voting. And every year I would propose we get rid of kickers just because like, it's not that kicker. It's not that I hate kickers. Is it Ben Kalina in this league? Ben Kalina is also in this league. Sean Keane is in this league. There's a lot of, it's all comics. It's all San Francisco comics. Several guests from the show. They've both been on the show before. Yeah. Um, Kevin O'Shea is in this league. Lots of people. I haven't had him yet, but he'll be on soon enough. (laughs) Um, So it's not that I hate kickers. It's just that I hate with defense. Like if I had my way, like the kicker would just be part of the defense, right? You're taking special teams. Exactly. Make it defense special teams. But there's like weirdly no way to score that in Yahoo. uh, According to my commissioner. So every year I would say we need to get rid of kickers. I want only one coin flip position because like, and you can't get rid of defense. Like kickers just made me crazy. It's like, you're just flipping a coin week to week to see who gets five more points. Um, It's like a hand. It's like a coin flip handicap. I hate it. So, because like, it what, really gonna... is stupid because, like, there's no rhyme or reason to like draft right. a kicker. There's like, no, there's... I guess if you really wanted to, you could look at like what teams give up the most field goals or whatever. I, but I... you're going to make that decision that in this sucks. big high stakes league I'm in, where I got Darren Waller as my first round pick. We had, there's a kicker in that one, and so I took we took Rodrigo Blankenship. And we took him because he has a cool name. Yeah, he wears, exactly. He wears cool glasses, and he plays indoors for a team with a shitty quarterback. Yeah. So they'll probably be kicking a lot of field goals. But you're like, probably going to drop him week two for yeah. some other guy and yeah. then keep picking up a different kicker from week to week. It's fucking stupid. Um, so for seven years, I would vote no kickers in this league. Let's get rid of the kicker position. And every year they would vote it down. It would be like 1 to 11. And then I finally, last year, because it was a pandemic year, I wasn't really paying attention like to football that much. I didn't really care. I was like, you know what? To prove a point, I am not going to start a kicker all year. And I won the fucking league. <laughs> and everyone was like, well, this proves the point. Uh, no kickers this year. They like... Pretty much everybody voted to get kickers out. Was there year. one stalwart that, that there were more? It was like five. There were like five stalwarts. I was like, you guys are lame. Yeah, come on. Get, but now get they're the new claim- guard guys. <laughs> now they're claiming if I don't win the league this year, they're gonna vote the kickers back in. So I have to try this year too. Um, okay. okay. <laughs> but I was so happy. It's the greatest thing I've ever done is win a fantasy football league without starting a kicker out of spite. I mean, it's it's a bold move, but like, the thing is, if like, because sometimes the defense will get you negative points in a game. Sure. And kickers can too. That's one of the few ones that because if a kicker misses like three thirty-yard field goals, yeah, yeah. You're, I had Dan Bailey in a like playoff game get me negative points see, one year. You want to hear my idea for a league? Yeah. Bizarro. Absolutely. But bizarro league. Okay. So instead of a kicker, instead of offensive positions. A defense special teams and a kicker. Mm-hmm. You draft defense and you play. draft the offense. Yeah. So what you do? Yeah, you draft an <laughs> offense. You draft an offense slash kicker special team. That there, that's all included. And you draft a punter. Like your punter would be your kicker. Yeah. Your that's offense funny. would be that's your defense. That's very funny. And then you get like you basically get two D linemen, two linebackers, two uh, defensive backs, and two flex. Sounds pretty fun, Scott. <laughs> Bizarro league, <laughs> defense oriented. Bill Parcells would love it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mike Nolan would win. See, because I've heard of loser leagues too, or I mean, uh, where you're trying to score the lowest amount. Yeah, of um, our friends, the Fast Break Breakfast podcast, 
a basketball podcast. They run a league that's uh, based on, it's like, I don't even know how the scoring works, but it's like, you want to draft the worst bat. It's a fantasy basketball league. And it's like, you want the guys that play the most minutes. That do the least amount. Yeah. Do the least amount. Yeah. yeah. There's a, there's like a minute threshold where they have to play a certain amount. Yeah. 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 And, it's, and that's where it gets hard because it's hard. You think it's easy to find shitty guys, but it's hard to find shitty guys that play. That's who will, yeah. Like it's hard to find a guy that'll shoot, that'll play 30 minutes who goes like one for 20 <laughs> from the field consistently. <laughs> yeah. That guy's not in the league. <laughs> I remember... Well, yeah, he is Russell Westbrook. All right. Keep going. <laughs> No, uh, I remember Andrew Moore telling me about the league he ran, like at the Sylvan House. That was like, with Sylvan House is a legendary San Francisco comedy party house, mm-hmm. and his was like, you got p- p- uh, points for coaches depending on like when they use the challenge or whatever, and like that's cool. Oh, I want that. That's fun. And like, but he the way he did the scoring for it was everything was worth like a hundred thousand points or so. so like the scores would be like six million to seven million <laughs> well i was in a crazy league for a few years that was like josh androsky's family league uh, oh, and there were like it was like point and a half ppr plus qbs got points like for catches like like if you had patrick mahomes one year he'd have like he'd score like a hundred points a game because there was also like a weird circus bonus for like uh, plays over thirty yards, you'd get like fifty points. Dude, you know um, I see a real angle for us right now because the USFL is mm-hmm. coming back next spring. We need to start mm-hmm. the weirdest version of fantasy football <laughs> yeah, the US, for the, the USFL. USFL, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like bet touchdown dances, like if that that would rule touchdown dances for sure. You get you get Um, you get points extra points if it's like you get a point for every teammate that gets in on the dance. mm -hmm. I think you should get like, uh, I think there should be like a twenty five point bonus for a fumble recovery, but uh, but like not not if they're a defensive player. If they're an offensive player and they they keep the fumble, they, they, they get twenty five points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be wild because all of a sudden, like, uh, it's usually a lineman that gets those. Yeah, yeah. And so it's rare that it's like yeah. yeah. So you you draft a line. <laughs> oh, I like this. Yeah. <laughs> no, pancakes, pancakes, and fumble recoveries. Pancakes, fumble recoveries, and then uh, holding penalties. Yeah, yeah, negative points. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. See, this is the USFL Fantasy Association is going to be something to behold. I'm telling you right now, because me and Colby, we decided we're just going to get uh, orange jumpsuit uh, sport coats and I'm going to do a mean comb over. And we're going <laughs> to do a full on like 80s style sports show for the USFL because, you know, it hasn't been. Around yeah, that's day. that's amazing. That's a good idea. Yeah, you well, better get some really funny music. Oh yeah. oh yeah! Oh we'll, yeah! We'll, yeah! We'll, we'll definitely get that going, and we'll have some like blooper reel sound effects. All that yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll really give it that old school like uh, la- this week in baseball production value. Yeah. Is- See if you can get Chris Berman out of retirement to do an episode. Oh man, um. that would be cool. I bet you, if I just have a huge bag of vi- of a C- Canadian grade Vicodin, he'd do it. <laughs> just tell him you know. Uh... Uh, fucking who was the mobster that ran the Niners in the eighties? Uh, D Bartolo. Yeah, yeah. Just tell him you're a D Bartolo and Eddie DeBartolo. <laughs> yeah, weren't were, weren't they involved with like the Cleveland outfit? Isn't that? What yeah. Uh huh. They sure were. <laughs> yeah. So for those that don't know, the 49ers of the eighties were literally built on blood money. <laughs> uh huh. Well, I actually heard a story from Brent Jones. Where he like just, end, yeah. yeah, where he just opened his locker at one point and there was like $10,000 in cash in his locker. And it was like, you had a good game. You had a good game. <laughs> good job out there. Like, what is this, college? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know where he played at college, but they probably paid him. Let's face it. <laughs> no, dude, like, yeah. I, I, no, it's weird. Like I'm trying to think of how, have there ever been any other teams that have, like mob like 
ties with There has to have been, right? Well, I mean, the Houston Rockets now. Okay. I don't know about um, that. Tillman Fertitta, who owns the Houston Rockets, he, he owns, he's a casino man. Okay. Um, he owns, fuck, he owns the Golden Nugget. Um, but also, he, like, owns a shit ton of restaurants, like the Bubba Gum Shrimp Company you know, and stuff. I think his... But his family is the Fertitta crime family, okay. who is one of the people who were casinos about. And his brothers ran the UFC when it was, like, illegal. They're those people. The, cock, Remember, the those Fertitas. guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, isn't the, I think the Golden Nugget is the basis for uh, Alec Baldwin's movie, The, the Cooler. That sounds right to me. It takes place at the El Cortez, but like mm-hmm. they based it like his character was based on like the mobbed up owner of of the Golden Nugget. Well, and that's uh, the Fertitta family. Right. Um, <laughs> wow. And yeah. he owns the Houston Rockets now. Wow. Over. Uh, wow. That's crazy. That's insane. I'm trying. Like. Uh, well, fuck. Wasn't there? There was the one owner that fucking lost all his shit to gamble. The who owned the who was it? There's the one NBA owner that was it the Cleveland Cavaliers guy back in the 80s? Well, Gordon Gund owned the Cavs for a long time. Yeah, no, no, it wasn't. But him. he was bald. He was famous for being blind, yeah, not yeah. for being poor. But no, yeah, there was the guy Stepien, Ted Stepien, right? Yeah, wasn't yeah. he a gambling guy? Because he's the reason you can't. Trade, trade the- first round picks back to back because he would just trade them. <laughs> They trade him for cash so he could go. Gamble. The Cavs like the Cavs like something didn't have like a first round pick like five years in a row because he kept trading them for terrible players. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they have the Stepien rule, which uh, you can turn off on NBA 2K in franchise mode if you're a real. Budget. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> you got to turn the salary cap off too. The thing I the thing I always turn off in NBA 2K franchise mode is the. Uh, the six the the waiting sixty days to trade a guy rule that I always turn off. Uh, <laughs> I always like because I always do the rule changes each off season, but I always make sure that guys can go right out of high school to the NBA. Yeah, yep, you got to do that too. You got to do that one, and then uh, <laughs> oh, what's the other one? Um, oh, I, there was like a roster spot. What I don't know. There's some fun. Oh, oh, uh, it was a lot. I always read like play with the lottery yeah yeah you got to change the lottery i like doing the 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 tournament for the number the tournament the tournament's good they should do that in real life the only problem is uh the actual nba players wouldn't try in that tournament because the like they're they're, like hoping to get their replaced like no of course not But, like, when a Zion comes up, that would be so insane. These guys are going, hey, he's the missing piece to us making a run next year, like, or something. Right, but the problem is, like, uh, then, like, THT or whatever is, like, oh, no, Zion's going to take my job. (laughs) (laughs) Time to throw this game. (laughs) Did you listen to the Whistleblower podcast? I did not. I've heard really good things about it, though. Yeah, I was, like, honestly, just that made me so much better at betting the NBA playoffs this last year. Where it's like, okay, the narrative's going to take place. There's no way this team wins this one tonight. And like, right. And it usually works. I mean, there's times where you're wrong, but you know, it's all about it's all about the right winning percentage. That's the key. Yeah, as someone who um, runs an NBA podcast, I try not to think too much about that, even though I know in my heart of hearts it's true. I still have to like treat it like it's a fair league. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, at least, at least you're not one of those guys like on the wrestling podcast that act like it's totally real. Like, <laughs> right. Well, that too. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, dude, didn't you go? Like, I remember you telling a story at Rafa's one night on stage about uh, going to Tim Hardaway's basketball camp. I did go to Tim Hardaway basketball camp, and I was like really bad at basketball. <laughs> <laughs> I ate McDonald's the entire time because they were like, hey, Tim Hardaway Basketball Camp is sponsored by McDonald's. If at any point you want a McDonald's cheeseburger, just go upstairs to the snack bar. You get a McDonald's cheeseburger. (laughs) And I was so miserable because my parents bought me the camp thinking it would be like, because I loved basketball, but I was terrible at it. I was the shortest kid in my class. I weighed... I, like, barely was strong enough to even, like, get the ball to the hoop. Um, 
And like they didn't realize that even at ten years old, basketball camps are for like kids who know how to play basketball. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. so they thought they'd like teach me how to play basketball. But meanwhile, like Leon Poe was there. And I remember being in like a layup line and Leon Poe dunked and I was like, I am in trouble here. Like I knew the <laughs> second I got there. So like I have a very distinct memory of like going up to eat a McDonald's cheeseburger and looking down to watch my team play four on five because <laughs> i'd left the court to go eat a mcdonald's cheeseburger <laughs> that's so fucking good dude. tim tim hardaway gave me the most inspirational player award <laughs> which you know what that means that means worst player at the camp yeah, I mean, um <laughs> There wasn't a Down syndrome kid for uh, you to knock off. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> that, that means uh, the Make-A-Wish kids were having other wishes made that year. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, that's so funny. Dude. Like, I, my brother and I, we went to Cal State Fullerton baseball camp as kids. And that was a lot of fun, actually. Like, like some of the like a lot of the players for the like they just won the national championship mm-hmm. a couple years before. So like a bunch of the players were like the like instructors and they brought in like guys from the angels and Dodgers almost every day to like do like little clinics and talk to us. And like, it was a lot of, and like, I, I wasn't that good at baseball, but I, I wasn't so horrible. I embarrassed myself at this camp, mm-hmm. but my brother really kind of took off from there. He ended up playing varsity, winning a CIF championship and stuff. So, I mean, it was pretty cool, but like, uh, like it was a sleepover camp. And so it was like, because we were like the only brother duo there, we got like an entire floor of this dorm tour. <laughs> it was basically like Goodfellas where there was like nine cots in there just for the two of us. Like, we had like totally had like our separate bathrooms in That's there. That's so weird. Why would they do that? <laughs> everybody else, I, I swear, it was just like Goodfellas. Like everybody else is in there living like pigs all stacked on top of each other. Meanwhile, we got a maid in there. Dude. <laughs> but dude, it was, yeah, it was pretty cool. I'm like, but like they had a uh, like we didn't actually do it at Cal State Fullerton. We did it at uh, like a Christian school that's like right down the street from there. Mm-hmm. That's like the fields we use and that's the dorms we stayed at. So we ate in the, this college cafeteria every day, and so that was actually kind of uh, kind of exciting for me because it was like I don't know. I want to say the summer between like sixth and seventh grade. So yeah, the funny thing about that basketball camp story is like you'd think my parents would have learned. Like that, they're those camps are not for like learning the sport or whatever. But they made the same mistake with my brother like six years later and sent him to <laughs> golf camp, and he'd never played golf before in his entire life. And everyone was making fun of him because he shot like an eighty-six on a nine-hole course or something like that. <laughs> that eighty-six, that's pretty good. Yeah, no, it was on nine holes. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, we've all had those kind of days off. You know, I, I, I'm actually, I, I think I'm getting a golf club membership here next month. I'm looking at this. Uh, so that's pu- awesome. Public course membership, good for three places, and two of them within 15 minutes of my place. So I, I think I'm going to pull the trigger. Sounds like that. a good idea, Scott. Yeah, you should do it. Well, it's, it's it's about how much money I win this week one on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna decide. It's gonna decide several fates for the next month. Uh, well, if I was gonna bet one thing this uh, this weekend, what should I bet, Scott? You know what? I kind okay. So I got to think of uh, my picks for these contests I'm in. But you know what I'm really liking right now, and I will be doing my Friday Night Lights series for the Patreon this Friday, where people can listen to what I'm betting for the weekend, where I kind of actually say, okay, I got this much on this. This this is what I'm doing here. Uh, but what I really like, um, I like fading the rookie quarterbacks this weekend. So do a little three-team parlay or just money line it and take the Texans over the Jaguars at home, okay? The I Pan- think the Texans are going to win a game, huh? And it'll be their first game? Yeah, they might go 1-15 yeah. or 1-16. <laughs> but they're going to beat Jacksonville, who might go... Well, they might go one and, and then win their home game against us. <laughs> There's a chance that, that that happens. But I like a Texans-Panthers against the Jets. And then in the upset pick, the Dolphins over the Patriots with Mac Jones behind the helm. I mean, I believe it. 
And so you do those in a three-team money line parlay where you're, get, you're laying a little juice on two of them, but you're going to get a little juice on the third. Mm-hmm. And so it should balance it out in a three-team are pretty nice for a solid payout. So. I like it, Scott. Uh, when I when uh, when somebody is breaking my legs because I bet too much money, I'm gonna blame <laughs> you. <laughs> but see, I, I'm in these contests this year for I got to get my last man standing picks in by Saturday morning, pretty much. Um, but I got to pick one game in pro, one game in college against the spread each week. That's where they get you. It's the fucking spread. It's only $25 entry for each. So I paid 50 bucks to get in these two contests, okay? The pro one pays 150 grand and the college one pays 100 grand. That's just to the last person. So every, until everybody loses, the last person and if it's mm-hmm. tied, then it gets split up at the end. But if you win both, it's a $750,000 bonus that make it a cool million. You're going to win a million dollars, Scott. That's what I think. I'm putting so, that out into the universe. You know, cuz I'm gonna also I'm You're going to win a million dollars. I'm also in the William Hill Pick'em, where that is no spread. Just pick the winners each week. Mm-hmm. And if you pick more than 210 winners and win the grand prize, it's a million dollars. You're going you're gonna to be worth $2 million at the end of this year, Scott. Well, I just want to win the <laughs> weekly prize on that, which if you just have the best week, one week in that pick'em, so you got 18 weeks to do it, it's a $10,000 prize. I'll take that. Hell yeah, dude. The IRS won't be too up my ass with that, you know. Pay off my car. Uh, you know, things will be good, you know. Life will be- you, you can do it, Scott. I, I, I have faith in I you. I think so. I mean, my, my fantasy league that I'm in with my brother, that thing pays 500 grand, too. Like, so I'm, I'm in a few, high, like, big money kind of contests this year. So, and then I, I, I kind of tallied it up. I think I put. Between all the fantasy leagues, best ball drafts, I'm going to do a best ball draft probably right after we stop recording this because I realize my auction just went through right now. For uh, I mean, my league just had the auction just went through at seven o'clock, so we'll see if any of the bids I placed on players went through. It was very very interesting. I know everyone's dying to hear about that, but <laughs> <laughs> but no, I I think I who'd you put the most money on? Uh, well, I. My this the big money fantasy league where it's three hundred fifty a team. And me and my no, I mean in your auction. Oh, so Sony Michelle. I put one hundred fifty in on Sony Michelle here. Nice. And I, I think there's some P- PPR value with a guy like him that's going to catch it. You don't trade for a guy to not use him too. That's always kind of sure. a theory of mine, uh, especially at this point in training during training camp and all that. Uh, but yeah, that's the that's the guy we're we're trying to trying to make a big claim on. I. I Dude, one thing about these all these contests though is like there's so many out here like uh brings me a good opportunity to my sponsor mybookie.ag actually just sent me a thing today for a free entry in their $100,000 contest. So hey, go over there if you want to compete against me in their $100,000 pick'em contest this year. I think it's uh it's free if you have an account with them. So go over there use our promo code LSH and receive a 50% deposit bonus on your deposit up to one thousand dollars so that's up to 500 free dollars in free money they're giving away there and you know i kind of want to quote that old mr show sketch where it's and with the price of beef going through the fucking roof we need it (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so get in on the contest over there uh i i've learned that every casino has their version of a contest but and william hill kept promoting the nfl one to me i was like sweet 25 bucks i'm in and then mm-hmm. they're like, oh, you want to do the college one? I was like, of course I do. All right, that's a thousand bucks. I was like, well, I don't, I don't know about that. <laughs> that's a little seat for my, for even for me, who's a major degenerate. But no, it's a, it's a, it's going to be a fun weekend. And if anybody, this, this should up be up, what is it, Wednesday? This will be up like, to, by, I'll have it up by tomorrow. Um, if you're coming out to Vegas this weekend, holler at me. I will be all over town uh, carousing and gambling and getting into mischief with the, the sports gambling podcast crew. I plan on taking Colby. I got to take, okay, next time you're in town, I got to take you to the most degenerate spot on the planet. I love it. It's a casino and a truck stop. Holy shit. So there's all the gas station pumps and everything. And mm-hmm. there's the, it's like a giant mini mart, like a giant. And you walk in. There's three like big coolers, like a beer cooler and like a water one and like a soda one and drink, you know, right? But in between the coolers, in between these three coolers, there's two sliding glass doors. 
and those take you back to Xanadu, my friend. It's just a, <laughs> it's a video poker bar, a bunch of slots, like three blackjack tables, a roulette table, and then like a sports book corner. <laughs> but it's a licensed William Hill sports book. And, and the, yeah, you could just, dude, it's like the, the most degenerate casino I've ever seen in my life. It's a one tiny, it's basically the size of my condo, really. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, dude, Joey, thank you so much for joining the show, man. Thank this, you, Scott. Anytime, dude. This was a good time. Uh, oh, I have one thing to do before we leave, because guess what I did? On my previews, and I did I forgot to do them on a couple, so I have one left over. I, bought, I brought five. So I'm going to do it, and I'll split it with you if we win, okay? All right. So it's a $5 parlay card. We're just doing a pick for week one here. Sure. So I'll let you know the home team and the road team, and I will circle your picks, and if we win, we'll split it. I'll, I'll, I'll pay the 5 bucks. It's on, it's on the show. And uh, well, I got five of these with five different guests, so let's see if one of these uh, – because I believe this is a guaranteed $25,000 jackpot. So, All right. Steelers at Bills. Bills. All right. Give me Josh Allen. I, he, he's the reason there's no kickers. I got to go with him. Yeah, I like that. I like that that, that reasoning right there. Uh, Jets at Panthers. Well, you said take the Jets already on this no, show. No, I said, so I said take, the Panthers. Oh, you said take the Panthers. Take the Panthers. Yeah, yeah. Jaguars at Texans. I've already said take the Texans. Taking too. the Texans, baby. Cardinals at Titans. This is an interesting one. That's an interesting one. Because the Titans brought in Julio Jones and then the Cardinals. But Tannehill had COVID for like a really long time, right? Doesn't he still have it? I think No, he's cleared. He's going to play. Is he cleared? Yep. Take the home team. Yep. That's going to be a fun game. Western States tweet, or when they go that far past the Mississippi, especially on a morning game, usually good to take – See, this is another example of that. The Chargers at the Washington football team. Now, it just says for the Washington football team, the Wash FBTM. So is that the Wash Your Full Bush trademark? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm actually kind of high on Washington this year. Give me Washington. All right, all right, all right. Very, very on the home side so far. Maybe a road team. Will, I think there, I see a road team that you're going to pick here, coming up here. But you got Eagles at Falcons. Give me the Eagles. That's a road team, and I like that. I like. That I call. think Gardner Minshew. Well, Gardner Minshew's not going to start, but no, he could. If Jalen Hurts tears his ACL, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think Gardner Minshew is going to be. He's like, he's too Philadelphia local hero to not eventually lead that team to the playoffs. Yeah, how for great like would one it, magic season? You know what I mean? Would it be if he came off the bench and took him to like an eleven and six record? Yeah, in, in it just he seems so. It seems destined to happen. He, I, you gotta love any quarterback that rocks a mustache like that. Yeah. Like that's, that's, and his name is, can you imagine how grading the Philadelphia accents going to sound saying the name Gardner Minchu? <laughs> <laughs> Very the hoagie. Name my hoagie after Gardner Minchu. It's uh, funny. Like that whole, like, cause dude, like I can kind of spot the difference between Delaware, like, like uh, Maryland and Philly, but like, that mid-Atlantic accent's like so funny. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, I'm gonna go get some water. Yeah, yeah, some water. That's the key. Is water. <laughs> <laughs> it's very specific. Okay, what about Seahawks at Colts? Uh, give me the Seahawks. I like that too. That's the one I was like. That's the road. That's a road team. He's gonna pick. Yeah. I, another road team here, looking good. Vikings at Bengals. Yeah, I I have no faith in the Bengals. Give me you the know Vikings. the on the AFC North preview I did. Their win total for the season is at six and a half. The Bengals? Yeah, that under is the easiest money I've ever yeah. seen in my life. I even did it, like, I adjusted it. So I did it under five and a half, under four and a half, under three and a half. Under three and a half, it's at five to one. And I saw maybe, maybe two winnable games on that schedule. Mm-hmm. Like, they play a really, they play the Chiefs. They play, dude, like, they play the Chargers. Like, they play, it's not an easy schedule this year. All right. Moving on. The 49ers. Your hometown 49ers mm-hmm. at the Detroit Lions. I mean, I have to take the Niners even though I'm not a homer. I would have liked to have had a reason to take the Lions because I want 
them to kind of flame out with Jimmy G at quarterback, so they have to start Trey Lance. Lance. Yeah, I mean, that's... Um, but <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's what's going to happen. I think we'll see Trey Lance by week five. I mean, Jimmy G gets hurt so easily. In my so... big boy fantasy league, I actually have Trey Lance. We took him in like the 12th, 13th round. And he's now like an eighth, seventh round pick because people know he's going to play eventually. Mm-hmm. But we have Kyler Murray as our other quarterback. And we were just saying, like, the the worst case situation for us is we don't know which one to start late second half of the season. Right. Because they're for both sure. on fire. Yeah. And like, I also took Kyler Murray in my yeah. league. So um, yeah, I, have, I like having a fun quarterback. Yeah. You got to take a running quarterback. That's, yeah. That's the, that's because they score the most points. Um, I have a lot of Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, and my best balls, too. Yeah. So those are a lot of fun. All right, so take the 49ers. I like that, though. I like that pick. I do have a small money line bet on the Lions just because it would be so funny. They're just the Lions, the Lions. though, it's, you know? It's funny. Jared Goff, like, it's not fun to bet. <laughs> well, no, I, I, I thought it was a funny one because I was like, I feel like if that game has potential to be like a suicide pool killer. Whoa, absolutely. It totally does. Because, like, the but I could see the Lions' new coach coming in and bringing this tough guy mentality, and they're able to pull one game off with it, yeah. and then the wheels <laughs> just fall off the wagon after that. All right. Browns at Chiefs. I mean, give me the Chiefs. What are we doing here? <laughs> Dolphins at Patriots. I give me the Dolphins, baby. You talked me into it. I like I like going against the rookie quarterbacks. But and also I feel like the Patriots, even when they had Tom Brady and shit, would always randomly lose their first two games. Especially to the Dolphins. Uh, yeah, yeah. They would always <laughs> drop September games to the Dolphins for yeah, yeah. And and they also have one of those weird rivalries with the Dolphins where they always win in Miami and they'll they'll lose yeah. in Foxborough. It's yeah, really, yeah, it's yeah. really fucking weird. <laughs> And they're starting a rookie quarterback. Like, yeah. I don't like the record of rookie quarterback success rate for week one starts is not good in terms yeah. of win losses. So, I mean, we got the Broncos at the New York Football Giants. Uh, I have a beef with this, and uh, I don't like either of these teams. Can I pick neither? I wish because I think we all lose here. They won't let me pick uh, place the card unless I uh, pick one. Yeah, is Saquon gonna play? Do yes. we know yet? Yes, he's a week one starter. Von Miller and Bradley Chubb are both healthy for the Broncos defense. See if that. Uh... I'm going to take the Broncos. Weirdly, you know what? I like that too because, dude, I, I watched a little bit of them in preseason, and their rookie corner Patrick Sertain Jr. from Alabama, mm-hmm. he is a stud, dude. Yeah, I think the Alabama system didn't quite show how good he really is, which is scary. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just hard to bet on the Broncos offense at any point. I like Teddy Bridgewater, but at the same time, the Giants O line is maybe the worst in the league. Right. And they're going against two of the best pass rushers there. Yeah. Von Miller and Bradley Chubb. I mean, that's why I took them. Uh, yeah. But... Okay. Packers at Saints. Packers. That game might not even be played in New Orleans. Who knows? Yeah. Um, shout out to everybody uh, struggling through the hurricane season. I just cannot pick uh, a team with uh, Jameis Winston starting to eat a W but at any Every point. time Jameis Winston comes up on the show, I have to say this. But he got Lasix. He can see yeah. now. Well, you know what? <laughs> I was obsessed with that. It happened to Rudy Gay. Rudy Gay one year, it was like, Oh, he got LASIK. It turned out he couldn't even see the hoop. And guess what? His shooting percentage did not change. Like, at all. And I was, like, convinced. I was like, Rudy Gay is going to be, like, a superstar now that he can see the hoop. And it was like, nope. nope. Same. Still shot, like, 40% or whatever. <laughs> on super high volume. <laughs> all right. Sunday night game. We got the Bears at the Los Angeles Rams. I'm taking the Rams. Yeah, they play good in primetime at home, especially. Like, they, they... I just feel like the Bears fans are, again, a little too horny to want uh, to Justin get Fields, their... yeah. Yeah. And they're going to start Andy Dalton, I think. So. Yeah, and yeah. it's just like they're going to want they're going to want them to lose, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, honestly, I would say, too, that Justin Fields, might, with the Bears' defense, 
if the, he was starting week one, he probably would have the best chance of all the rookies. Yeah. Just because of what he's, I don't know. Uh, Mac Jones has a pretty solid chance with Bill Belichick in his corner, but I have a theory that like Alabama. I just think Mac Jones sucks. I was well, so, so happy I. that the Niners didn't draft so him. I, like... <laughs> I always say on here how Alabama, uh, whether it's Ohio state, USC, Clemson, all these quarterbacks that come from these blue blood schools that crank out NFL wide receivers nonstop and NFL yeah. linemen nonstop, those guys look so much better in college than they are. But if you look at like the good quarterbacks in the NFL, it's like Lamar Jackson from Louisville, Josh yeah. Allen from Wyoming. It's all guys like from kind of ran- Aaron Rodgers from Cal. You yeah, know, it's 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 like they they come from kind of random programs because they have to carry it on their back. And when they get to the NFL and they have that level of talent around them, finally, they really shine. Well, what I will say, though, is that uh, Aaron Rodgers' Cal team fucking was stacked. They were really good, yeah. They were good. Uh, I mean, they had Marshawn. They had Beast Mode and Deshaun Jackson. I saw them, play, and they had uh, uh, Justin Forsett. Yeah. He was a fantasy beast there for a couple of years. Okay, Monday night game. Close it out. Baltimore Ravens come here to Las Vegas to face the Raiders. Give me the Ravens. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm I'm sorry, Raiders fans. Please don't. Yeah, hurt me. Darth Vader's gonna show up at your house. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Like, if I was a Raider fan, I would be dressing up as Darth Maul. Yeah, that's a better Raider. Yeah, yeah. I think but that's silver a... and black. Silver instead of red. <laughs> yeah, and do a silver Darth Maul. I think that's yeah. a way more menacing look. And then if Darth Vader wants to hang out with me, we could be buddies. I'm not gonna like say no, but. Right. <laughs> I, I think there's a lot of good Raider fan looks that people are way overlooking, you know, like. Absolutely. I think you could also go with like a, like, I would like to see a crew of Raiders fans try and dress exactly like the bikers getting from big Pee Wee's Big Adventure. They had such a unique look, you know. Um, oh, dude, yeah. So, yeah, I'll get that card in this weekend. And, uh, dude. And we're gonna win twelve thousand five hundred dollars each on it. That's how that's. Oh yeah, work. dude, we are. We're gonna do it. And then, and then, you, then we'll finally be able to afford to shoot crap somewhere on Fremont Street. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it'll make up for every other podcast I've ever appeared on without getting paid. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. Hey, at least I'm buying you a chance at some money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but where can people find you online and shit? Uh, at Joey Divine on Twitter, but more importantly, listen to my NBA podcast with Sean Keen, uh, Round Ball Rock, uh, an NBA comedy podcast. I love it. You guys got to, uh, I, I like what you guys are doing over there. Uh, I would like to see you guys do a real deep dive. I don't, maybe you've done one already in the past that I haven't discovered, but uh, Bison Dele. I'm kind of fascinated with that story. I mean, it's a fascinating story. I just don't know if our podcast is the one to deal with uh, poor Bison Dele's uh, well, the tragedy of Bison. No, I mean, <laughs> to me, the real angle there is not Bison Daly himself as much as it is his brother Miles DeBoard. Right, of of course, the the boat murderer. Because um. you gotta like a boat murderer named DeBoard. Like, yeah. I'm gonna DeBoard the ship and kill you. Well, also, if you meet a person named Miles DeBoard, you should just know. Generally, I would never get on. Don't get a don't get on, on a boat, boat with, with that the, guy. Yeah, never get on a boat with a guy. <laughs> That's just silly. Like, yeah. like, there's certain people you don't get on a boat with. Robert Wagner, uh, Miles Ford. <laughs> you just don't do it. William Randolph Hearst. <laughs> Have you ever heard that story, how he allegedly murdered Tom Quince? Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I, had, I had a feeling that you know, it was right in your wheelhouse. But yeah, everybody check out Round Ball Rock and uh, make sure you fo- you're following us, this show, on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Luxops Pod, and yeah, I'll be giving out picks on the Patreon Friday. I'll I'll have the probably Colby Boston Capper, a bunch of sports gambling podcast personalities on with me over there this weekend. So make sure you subscribe patreoncom slash Pod. And uh, thank you so much, everybody. God bless you, and keep gambling.